Hey guys, welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. And I'm that demon you summoned up in middle school on your homemade Ouija board made out of notebook paper, Napalm Nanny. And if you're listening to this on June 2nd, it's my birthday. And I feel like I need to add a trigger warning on this episode because I touch upon substance abuse, abuse, self-harm, eating disorders, and suicide. So go ahead, turn off this episode if it's too much for you. And for those of you still listening, I somehow managed to make it another year on this tiny blue marble. And I can't help but reflect what I survived. About two years ago, I had every intention of jumping off First Street Bridge in August, and it was because I was absolutely at my lowest. And for the most part, my phone would only ring when debt collectors called. I was on the verge of living out of my car with my dog, who, I mean, I don't think I need to mention, she was 14 years old and she was sick. And my email was full of rejection emails from potential employers. So, you know, so much for an English degree. Then not to mention my struggle with sobriety because at the time I was just a high-functioning alcoholic, but I'll elaborate on that later. And as cliche as it sounds, I just couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. 
but what helped me, or rather who helped me through those times were William, Ivan, Anthony, Daniel, Misael, and Anais. Those guys would call or invite me out or even collaborate with me on creative projects, which helped give me momentary relief from my personal hell. And I wouldn't necessarily talk about my plans to end it, but I joked about it. I even joked that I wouldn't have enough gas money to drive to the First Street Bridge, but my close-knit group that I mentioned before played a major role in me still being here. They offered me free events to attend to with them, playing chess, writing or drawing together, going to Avenue 26 for tacos, or a simple phone call despite being halfway around the world. I'm always going to be indebted to them. And this reminds me of a quote from John Steinbach in Grapes of Wrath. It goes, If you're in trouble or hurt or need, go to poor people. They're the only ones that'll help. The only ones. And that's not to say that my friends are poor, but... They were sympathetic to my struggle and situation, and I had family who were well off who looked at me and wondered why I couldn't pull myself up from my bootstraps. But my friends come from humble beginnings and families, yet they offered me what they could to help. They offered to lend me money or crash at their place till I figured it out, which unfortunately my pride didn't let me accept their offers. But in regards to that kindness and that Steinbeck quote, I think why they offer a lending hand is because of sympathy and a good heart. They understand what it's like to struggle. And there is comfort and understanding in our little community of outcasts. And if we don't take care of one another, then we have nothing.
And it's difficult to answer when people ask me about my future. I genuinely didn't think I'd still be here, so there was no need for a plan. Between what happened two years ago, and then being a closet, high-functioning alcoholic, then having a track record with cutting myself with X-Acto knives, also having my battle with anorexia, and then growing up and living with an addict parent who verbally and physically abused and assaulted me. It was, and sometimes still is, difficult for me to see anything past tomorrow. But I've come up with this much. I want to create a community around the shack to be the place for the outliers, outcasts, freaks, oddballs, and everything in between. Just so long as you're not a shitty person, you'll have a home here with me at the shack. And this brings me to my next point. With music, there's live shows and inevitably pits, which is something that I found immense comfort in. The blaring music, the sweaty bodies clashing into one another, the raw rage, it was beautiful to me. It was a one place where I felt safe because no matter what, in those backyard or warehouse gigs, we looked out for one another. If you fell down, people will pick you up in a heartbeat. If you lost a shoe, look up for the person waving it around trying to find its owner. Or if someone is trying to start a fight, countless dirty punks will intervene to de-escalate. Or if you've landed headfirst from stage diving, you'll have people rush to you to help. But I digress. I've got a lot to look back on and to be grateful for and to heal from. But right now, in this moment, I'm grateful that you decided to click on this episode and hear my rantings. I don't know how I'll format future Napalm specials, but we'll play it by ear, no? And thank you so much for joining me on this little adventure. I can't wait to see where it'll take us.
So that's it for this episode. And I really don't know how to sign off on this particular episode other than you're not alone. And I'm proud of you for making it another day. 